I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Do you know an organization that is looking for a keynote speaker, retreat speaker, or workshop host? You can contact me at meredithsigget at gmail.com for more information. I am currently booking speaking engagements for 2022. Welcome back to the Finding Myself. Oh, I'm not supposed to do that. Um, hello, everyone. Nope. That's what I do on Facebook Lives. All right, let's see. What can I say? Hello, listeners. This is Meredith Siget, your host at the Finding Myself podcast. I'm trying to mix it up a little bit and do some things differently. Let me know what you think. So I am excited to be on the mic today talking about a book that I love, an author that I totally love, and some really good information that has made a difference in my life. And I'm hoping that you can take something away from this podcast episode too. Maybe check out this book and do some wonderful things in your life. So today's episode is about Jen Sinchiro's book, Badass Habits. Habits are one of those things that we can either look at as a positive or a negative because it goes both ways. But we're always looking at the habits that we want or that we want to ditch. And this is a great time to look at that. We are halfway through this year. Can you believe that? June is here. June is in the second half, actually. Summer's here and we can still make some wonderful changes in 2022. There is so, 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 so much time to get in there and do some work. So let's look at this. While preparing for this episode, I was kind of thinking of this word habit and some of the times that I've talked about it, because habits have come up in this podcast. And also, if you guys can remember, if you've been with me since the 25 meets 40 days, Courtney and I talked about habits. And one of the things that we talked about was flossing. That was an issue that I had a habit that I wanted to create that I had such a difficult time with, but I worked on it. And I'm here to tell you that I am a daily flosser right now. So please know that it can happen for anyone and everyone to gain that habit that you want. If I can do it, you can do it too. So let's dive in to Jen Sinchiro and this badass habits book. So some of you might be listening to this podcast episode because you know who Jen Sinchiro is. If you are a person and you don't know who Jen Sinchiro is, oh, where have you been hiding? What rock have you been under? Jen Sinchiro is a badass woman. She is an author, a coach, a motivational speaker. She talks to all of us, everyone. I know her books are they are, tend to go more feminine or talking about women, but in all honesty, everything she talks about is relatable to everyone. There are parts of the book that I read to my husband. Uh, there are parts that I wish 
I could use with my students. I'm going to be real honest. I have talked about these books with my students, but I try not to use the word badass with them. Um, Even though middle school students do know what the word badass is, I just don't want to be that counselor, or I should say that middle school counselor. So Jen Sinchiro is the author of You Are a Badass, You Are a Badass at Making Money, and so much more along that badass line. There's so many things out there. She is just inspirational, motivational, and real. She tells you how she came from being in debt, having jobs that she didn't like, and wanted to do things differently. She went and sought coaching from people and said, I think I can do better at this. I think I can do this. And she made it happen. She saw an issue that she was having, wanted to make herself better, and then realized, heck, I can do this better than they're doing it. And I don't know who she was watching, but I know she is doing it in an awesome way. She has helped me. She has taught me how to be a badass. And she's here to teach us about badass habits. So just to kind of go into the book and what is in the context of the book. The book is amazing. It's an opportunity for her to look at what habits are, what makes them successful. And then she takes you through 21 days of a, uh, it's a easy to implement 21 day process to lock in success. So looking at how this book starts, and I think it's wonderful uh, the way she has it laid out. I mean, of course, we've got all of our chapters, our introduction. Um, who are, Chapter one, who are the habits? Or, oh, let me rewind that. Chapter one, who you're in the habit of being. Two, healthy boundaries, the unsung heroes of successful habits. Chapter three, shape-shifting into the new you. Chapter 4, 21 Days to Badass Habits. And Chapter 5, The Audacity to Be Yourself. All right, so we can see some theme running through this book. Now, the first thing that Jen really focuses in on is this mental and emotional tie with habits. So I'm going to read a part of the introduction here. One of the main reasons we don't stick to habits we love to adopt or permanently give the heave-ho to, the habits that we love to lose, is that we focus on action, which is important, but we don't get on board emotionally and mentally, which is more important. Then when our new habits get challenging or boring, a favorite pastime of most habits thanks to the fact that they're so repetitive, we abandon them for something easier or something more fun, or something that offers more immediate gratification, or something that tastes really good with ketchup on it. So that for, that is from page four of the introduction. And that is so true that we get into, okay, day one, I'm going to get up at eight o'clock in the morning and I'm going to do this. We don't think about how it feels to do that or accomplish that, or how it's going to feel on day five and plan for that feeling of boredom or challenge or not having that immediate gratification. We really need to get on board with thinking about it emotionally and mentally. And Jen does a great job of preparing us 
for that change in the beginning part of this book. Now, she also is there to help us through the 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 21 days, which it's awesome. So the second part of her book, her second half of her book, is about taking you day by day. So you get to read one section each day to help you with where you are in your journey for this habit, either gaining or ditching. And she's got some exercises in here, which are really neat. So I just want to kind of read a part of day one. It's just an easy, uh, easy piece here, but a way for you to kind of see what she's doing in each of these days. So sit quietly and imagine yourself embodying your new habit. Bring up as many details as you can and really feel what it's like to be this new, improved version of yourself. What specific aspects of your day-to-day life has changed as a result of who you've become? How does your body feel? What gets you pumped up? What are you able to do as this new person that you weren't able to do before? How do you describe yourself? How do you look? How does this new habit positively impact the people in your life? What else has shifted in your life as a result of this habit? So she wants you and prompts you to think about all of these different aspects to get you connected with that emotional, mental side of things. To understand that what you're doing will impact other people, positively, negatively, somewhere in between. So she takes you in each of these days through some different questions, through some different pieces for you to think about and do, which is really amazing. Again, makes the book also very easy to read and easy to get through. She is also great for little nuggets, little nuggets of inspiration as you go. Let me pull out my nugget here that I wanted to share with you guys. So when you say no to the needs of others, you're going to be nice to yourself, not mean to them. So that is really a way of looking at a new perspective on when we say no to people, when we say that doesn't work with what I'm trying to achieve. It's not that we're being mean to them. It's that we're being nice to ourselves, that we are putting ourselves in a position of priority instead of them. And I know as I'm saying that it, it, it makes me think of the word selfish, but no, That's not selfish. Self-care, taking care of yourself is not selfish. So we we should not feel bad for using the word no when it doesn't align with our goals, with the habits that we're trying to create, or who we want to be. All right, I want to make sure that point is is made. And Jen does a great job in here in the chapter about boundaries and setting healthy boundaries. Because typically when you set healthy boundaries, there are people who are upset because those boundaries don't work for them anymore. That they are having a problem with you setting up those boundaries because they no longer benefit from your behaviors. 
So one of the other things I kind of want to set you guys up for some success with this habit using Jen's book as inspiration. So I want to talk to you about this idea of seeing yourself with this new habit. So Jen's big idea is shifting your identity to match the habits that you're adopting. Or maybe we need to look at the habits that we are getting rid of. So in Jen's book, first chapter, it talks about our beliefs, thoughts, and words are also habits. Habits that form the way we perceive the world around us, mold our identities, and yes, take the action we take. By shifting your identity to align with the habits you're working to adopt, you prepare yourself to live in a total new reality by erasing the inner struggle of, I'm doing X, but I'm actually an imposter, so it probably won't last because it's not really who I am. So I want to talk about this idea of identity and how we need to get our brain wrapped around this idea of identity while we're creating this habit or ditching a habit. I'm going to use an example from my own life. So a couple years ago, I decided to join a running club. Running is not, it's something that I've done casually. I'll run on the treadmill. I'll run outside at times. But I would never call myself a runner. Inside of me, I, I have joked with some students that there's a runner deep inside of me somewhere that wants to get out, but just can't find the way. I've had on my kind of um, secondary bucket list, I don't know, my ghost bucket list, I'm not sure what I, what I want, my invisible bucket list, this idea of running a race. I've had this idea probably since college. But I never acted on it. I never moved forward because, again, I believed I was not a runner. And runners do races, not just general people. You've got to be a runner to run a race. So I saw my opportunity in front of me when one of the coworkers in my district presented the faculty the idea of a running club. And if we were interested to sign up, and I was like, gosh, this is right in front of me. I've got to take this opportunity. It's always been on my bucket list. Let's actually take the leap and do it. So I started attending this running club with the idea that I would do a 5K at the end of this uh, season, we'll call it. And I needed to kind of prepare myself. And each week I would go and, and do my thing. But I'd also socialize too. And I thought I was an imposter because I'm not a runner. I am just me and I'm trying, but I'm not a runner. I didn't see myself as a runner until I kind of had this epiphany. What defines a runner? Is it the right shoes, the um, high-tech gear as far as like the the running shirts and the, the running shorts? Is it a skinny body? Is it that I go out and do, you know, five, 10 miles every day. No, actually, the, the definition of a runner is someone who runs. That's it. All of those beliefs that I had about what qualifies you as a runner were just getting in my way of doing what I wanted to do, of achieving that goal 
of running a race. So finally, I saw myself as a runner and said, I can do this. I can run this race. I can accomplish this goal I had. I also had an opportunity, and I think it was really my kids who helped me come to this realization. My daughter would ask me, the, the days that I was preparing them that I had to go to run club. So mom, are you going to win the race today? And I had to explain. She was young, so she did, wasn't understanding exactly what I was doing. But I said, honey, it's, it's not a race. I'm training. I'm practicing so that I can get better at my race. And my race is in a couple weeks, couple months, whenever it was. She said, are you going to win the race? And I said, no, no, no. Mommy is not going to win this race. Well, why not? Why are you racing then? And I explained that I was just doing this for myself to accomplish a goal and work towards it. And by the time we got to the race, she got it. She got that I was just trying to get better with each time. That I was also working towards accomplishing a goal that I had. And it was through my conversations with her and trying to get her to understand But at times, you put the effort in, even if you don't get the medal at the end. Because I wasn't trying to get the medal. I was trying to make the change. I was trying to accomplish a goal that I had. And that really was powerful. I think it was powerful for me, and it's still an opportunity that I use with my children to show them and model those behaviors of how we practice to get better, how we put effort in, even when we're not getting the medal at the end of the race. But we also need to see ourselves doing that and being positive in accomplishing what we set out to do and say, I am going to do it. I'm going to accomplish what I set out. And we're going, we can do that without the big fanfare. The fanfare is me and my thoughts for myself and what I can accomplish. So my identity has changed and is willing to accept that I might not be everyone's idea of what a runner is, but I'm I'm my idea of what a runner is. When I get out there and run, I'm a runner. I hope you can pick out some of those ideas for yourself. I hope you can apply this example to something that you might be working on. Think of yourself as having that habit. If you are a smoker and you are looking to quit smoking, say, I am a non-smoker. Maybe you want to replace that behavior with something else. I am a healthy person. I am being the best to my body and making healthy decisions. I am choosing to be healthy. I encourage you to make that shift to the person that you want to be. Because you can do it. We all can do it. So again, 
Jen Sincero's Badass Habits. It is a fabulous book. It's going to take you through that change that you want and that you desire. Pick up that book. It is amazing. Go ahead and do it. Wishing everyone an awesome June. I am getting together the next, hopefully, knock on wood, 12 episodes to put out. I am going to be hustling this summer to get things ready for you guys to listen to. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear what you think of the podcast and the journey that we are on together. So reach out. Find me at Facebook or Instagram. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time.